Welcome to Success Coaching with Eric Reed. This show is for you if you'd like to develop more strategic growth in your business and in your life, become more profitable, and develop the strategies to leading a happier, more balanced life. And now your host, Eric Reed. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to this first Friday of March. I can't believe how quickly the year is moving past, and um, we're in March already. So welcome, and for those of you who are finding us on replay, uh, welcome as well, and I see based on the call queue that there are a lot of new listeners, and that's always exciting for me. I enjoy the opportunity to introduce myself to new listeners and new people on their journey of success. So my name is Eric Reed and I am your success coach and you've tuned in to Success Coaching Radio where the goal is really to give you a couple ideas, a couple thoughts, share some some success tips to help you stay in momentum and continue to grow and develop yourself and your journey onto success. Now, often I do get asked whenever I say the word success, maybe than once or twice in a sentence, what is success? And, you know, that's something that as a coach, I let you define. I let you tell me what area in your life right now you're seeking success or mastery or, or contentment or peace or fulfillment in. And sometimes we may devote our energy more towards our business or our family or our faith or our finance or our health. The important thing is that as we develop our success and as we begin to move into success living, that we keep an eye on all of the areas, you know, all of that energy and all of that attention and all of that focus towards our, our career, our, our, our businesses, our entrepreneurship or solopreneurship or, you know, or whatever we're working on is great, but we can't neglect our family and we can't neglect our finances or our faith or our community or our contribution to others. And so part of success living and building a successful life or living with success is really tuning in on all areas, giving 100% of yourself to your full life. And so by coming together, sometimes we'll talk about family or we'll talk about faith or community or finances or, or business or job growth or job changes. And I'm always welcome and open for anything you guys want to add to that. Simply email me or send me a text or social media, Facebook me, whatever, so that I can give to you what you need. Because part of my journey, part of what I consider my success is being of service and encouraging others. And so through this radio show and through our time together, that's one of my goals. One of my, my, my purposes is to be of service and encourage others. And so today I hope this radio show will help somebody. And, you know, you may want to share it with somebody that you know is going through a struggle or going through a job change or feeling trapped in their, their career. Because what I want to talk about is some lessons I've learned through my journey. And through my career. Now, I am uh, a little into my 50-somethings. We're not going to detail that out. But so I've had a variety of jobs. You know, I had said that I worked in a factory. I remember one summer between colleges, I worked in a factory where we bent metal pipes that were part of 
building bridges. And so I was on the sandblasting and I was on the assembly and the stacking crew and all of those things. And I've also, you know, worked in a fine men's clothing store selling suits. So factory worker to suit, you could see that. And when I traveled around the world, there was a chance for me to earn some money working, picking tomatoes. And it extended my journey in Australia from a couple months to a year. So it was an opportunity to work and be a field hand and experience that. And I've run restaurants and hotels. I've led IT teams. I've sold real estate and I've done a lot of things. And, you know, some people might say, oh, he's a job hopper, cancel the job, always, you know, looking for something different. But the truth is, I think as we go through life, we evolve and our passions evolve and we become more in tuned with what our purposes or what our passion is and how we can add more value to others in different situations. And even in all of those jobs, from the factory worker to the tomato picker to running hotels and working on an IT team, there was always one common thread that I could see in my life. It was always, you know, I was trying to be better and I was trying to be of service and I was trying to, you know, teach and learn. I remember, shows you my nativity, when I was working in the factory, I was so I, it was kind of an assembly line. So this stack of big metal sort of rebar looking things would end up on one side and I was supposed to pick them up and put them on this machine and press a button and it would bend the top and then I'd take them off and I'd set them on this other stack and the guy next to me would do his thing. And as I was going through this process, I started to like, you know what, this could be a lot more efficient if I just turned this and changed this and made some modifications in what I was doing and it would you know, increase the productivity and increase, you know, just make things better. Well, so I started it about midday. I get a tap on the shoulder and it's the floor foreman. Um, and said, you can't be doing that. And I said, why? He said, we can't have our level of production go up that quickly. Otherwise we're going to have to maintain it. And it went through this whole, you know, this is how we do things. You can't change. And I sort of chuckled to myself and I thought, well, I thought I was improving the system. You know, I, I've always been somebody that's looked for opportunities to grow and build and change things. And so instead of thinking at a job hopper, I always, whatever I was doing, I was always giving my very best. I was always trying to improve and go exceeding and expecting, exceeding expectations. Sorry for that. And so part of what I want to tell you as these lessons is lesson number one really is don't wait for the raise or the promotion. Take a look at the job uh, that you're in right now that maybe you're feeling very comfortable with and ask yourself, what opportunities are within my reach in this current opportunity, this current job, this organization, this thing I've been assigned? You know, when I moved into uh, real estate and IT, excuse me, um, I remember one time I I raised my hand and offered to leave this uh, sort of orientation for the new employees because I had been through it and being a systems person that I am and strategic, I, I thought, you know what, we could improve this. If only we did this, this, and this. And, you know, instead of looking for somebody else to do it, I, I, I raised my hand and I said, eh, be happy to. And then after speaking at our company-wide office meeting and offering to do more training on the side and, and seeing the success of that training and the encouragement from the other employees and them asking for more and more and more, and, truth is, I kind of started to grow my confidence. I started to find, as I like to often say, as my sweet spot. And so I, I went to the, the, the director or the manager, the owner of the company, actually, and said, 
could I take over this? I don't know. We don't really have a role, but could I like maybe call myself the director of training and development here and, you know, maybe create some training curriculum and I'd be happy to push it by you and see what you think. And, you know, no, 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 no. I'm not asking for a raise. I'm not asking for a promotion. I just, I just want to sort of have a central point that all our training could be developed from. And I'd be happy to take that on. Why was I willing to do it for free? You know, heck, most of the people in the office laughed and said, why in the world would anybody agree to accept more responsibility without any kind of pay? Well, it brings to mind something I once heard. You know, the comedian, he says he did over a thousand free shows before he made it big. Now, why would he do a show for free? Because he loved what he was doing and he was honing his craft and he was getting good first. So like Seinfeld, my passion for training and developing others was bigger than money. And I needed to experience that passion. I needed to experience that purpose. I needed to test that water and find out how great I could do outside of the reward of money. Now, I'll be forever grateful. Um, that I traded time for money to further develop who I was. Because I wanted to do that for the rest of my life. Once I had that bug, once I found that sweet spot, once I, I tapped into my source, I knew right then and there, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And oddly, today I speak and train and coach internationally. Internationally, I have traveled around the world with the opportunity to do what I did once for free. Now, I may not be as well known as Seinfeld yet, but I'm loving what I'm doing every day. So my question to you is, can you try two or three new things in your organization? Can you offer yourself up to your team, to your company, to an organization that maybe you run alongside with, to a business group, and use one of your talents, use one of your skills, use one of those gifts that you've been hiding because you couldn't find the reward and explode into it. If you're stuck, be the team member that's always willing to help others. You know, if you ask somebody, how can I help you? What's interesting is the answer is always an opportunity for a business, a growth opportunity for you, a growth opportunity for the company or the community. So don't be afraid to ask. Know when to be flexible and take on internal projects and that align with your passion. I want to caution, don't abandon your regular job. But what's wrong with staying a, little, a few minutes longer every day, coming in a few minutes earlier, shortening your lunch period so that you can be part of something bigger? Even if you're a little bit busy, even if you're not paid, even if it's not your job, stay hungry, smile, introduce yourself to others. Always be on the lookout for projects that stretch your skills. Ask to sit in open meetings that maybe are part of your department or part of your project team. Find out what others are doing, what others are thinking what other opportunities might be coming up somewhere else within your company, your team, your, your, your community. Invest in your learning. 
Invest in your learning. Invest in your learning. I think I said that now three times. Um, I am reading a book by, oh my goodness, I can't remember the author's name. I, ah, sorry, I had to turn and look. That's bad radio. Anyhow, Brian Tracy. Um, and he says you should invest at least 3% of your income in your own personal development, which I think is interesting because he also goes on to say, you know, you'll expect the following growth and, you know, he, he, he pretty much you can predict if you invest 3% of your, your income in your personal development, you can expect within that same year to double your income. So it kind of leads you to think if 3% gets me double, 6%, eight, 9%, hey. So invest in your development. Find out what's going on. Find out what's new trend, what's trending in your industry and invest in taking a night class. Get online. There's a million master classes you can take. Invest in your personal growth. Be ready for the opportunity before it comes. Um, and, and, and ask curious questions of those around you in your current role and in the roles around you. But always give it your best. Always go one step more. Always exceed those expectations. You know, part of what took me from working at a front desk in a hotel to running hotels, five-star international hotels, to traveling around the world in teaching and training in hotels for major chains was because I took a moment and I recognized what was needed and I exceeded the expectations. I did more than the job description. And we've all been hired under those job descriptions that says, and other assigned duties. If you want to get ahead, move ahead, and create your own life, cross that out and say, I'm going to create the jobs. Not assigned duties, but opportunities seen within my duty, job. I guess that's how I would change it. You know, don't wait to be told. Do. And do well and exceed expectations, and expect nothing in reward, because when you expect nothing, when you get everything. So lesson two is be okay with people making fun of you. Are you holding back because you don't want your peers to make fun of you? If you're one of those people who do everything you can to grow and advance, let me give you a little bit of warning. People will poke fun of you, not only to your face, but probably behind your back. And I've had to learn to be okay with that. You know, if, if I told somebody today that I picked tomatoes, they'd be like, oh, that's kind of sad. You know, what a, what a tragic life. You are a field worker? No, I traded picking tomatoes to be able to learn to scuba dive on the Great Barrier Reef. I spent a month on Fitzroy Island, which is right in the middle of the Great Barrier Reef, learning to scuba dive. And funny enough, when I was working on that, when I was doing that, I was actually working on the scuba, the, the day shift there. You know, you, you take a group of people out and they learn to scuba dive and they go home. And so I ended up getting to work with them and, and doing odd jobs and you know, being a guy that they could point to and say, go do this. But what I got in exchange was more time to live and do something that I had never expected. So I didn't care what people thought of what I was doing because I got to be doing what I wanted to be doing. I got to experience scuba diving, scuba diving on the Great Barrier Reef. 
it got a little rough after that, going back anywhere else to die. But, you know, you do what you do. So be prepared to have people mock you and make fun of you. Understand that they're recognizing in you what they could be doing but just can't or won't. You know, I've had my share, fair share of times when I had colleagues approach me up meeting and say, you know, your preparation makes us look bad. You know, whose team are you on, ours or theirs? Uh, you, we know what you're doing. It's not going to work. Quit trying to suck up. You know, and trust me, others will work really hard to try and put you back in the box of their expectations of themselves. And if you're one of those people that's trying to hold others back, change your thinking. Instead, see if you can't be the guy or the gal who comes most prepared to the next opportunity. Because here's what's interesting. Life is an equal opportunity promoter. Instead of being jealous, be part of it. Step outside your own comfort zone. Take the risk. And if there's somebody in your office or your community or on your team that you see is striving to do better, trying to move ahead, trying to just break out of the box of average, encourage them, support them. You don't have to do it publicly. Just take them to the side and say, I see what you're doing. If there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. I'm really um, rooting for you. I'm in your corner. Because they're not going to stop. And who knows, someday they may become your boss and uh, they'll remember who was on their team. So for others to make fun of you and, you know, take it as part of the challenge. You'll be moving on soon enough anyhow. And then lesson number three is keep your heart and your head open for options. No matter how amazing you are or the organization or the team you're part of, Sometimes there just aren't opportunities. I've worked in some mom and pop shops that it was like, okay, I'm like fifth in line for the succession. No matter how great I do, I've got to get, you know, it's like the queen and then the princess and then the royal highness. You know what? I'm not going to get, it's just not going to happen. Now I can rise to a certain level, but the opportunities stop. It's therefore really important that you keep the options open. And if you, if you do, you may end up on a path that takes you to places you've never dreamed possible. Trust me, I know this firsthand. When I was working in the IT field, and it was IT and dot-coms and all the boom industries were starting, and you know, I was interviewing with companies as a system design and developer, um, I was being promised stock options and future options and buy-ins and da-da-da for all these huge dot-coms. And it was really attractive. I remember going on some interviews and they would say, yeah, and Friday we have Beer Cooler Friday where, you know, we cut off work early and we open our beer coolers and it's International Beer Day and we play ping pong and we have, you know, it was, it was all the dot-com thing. And I was like, I want to get hired by them. I want to get hired by them. And instead... I had an opportunity that came across my desk that was in a manufacturing industry um, and not glamorous, no beer cooler Friday, no ping pong table in the middle of the, the, the office, you know, no, um, it it just wasn't all that glam. You know, it it, it was a factory with offices or uh, factories throughout the U S and internationally. I said, okay, it's a great opportunity. Numbers look good, look stable. Oddly enough, 
all my friends who had jumped into the IT.com, ping pong table, beer people, all those companies went bust. My company, because of what they manufactured, grew in demand. So my opportunities began to grow, and I began to travel internationally working on IT issues and, and even spent time in Brazil. Had I not been open to that opportunity, had I not said, well, this isn't exactly what I want, and I want to be here, but I'm going to shift over here because I can see some benefits, and, and I'll test it out, and I'll see what happens, and I'll see where I grow, my life would have been completely different. You know, legendary baseball uh, manager Yogi Berra always says, um, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. When you're at a place where there's a decision to be made, make it. Life flies by, and sometimes an opportunity will only present itself once. So do you have opportunity calling you that you should consider seeking? Because it may never come back. You know, it's okay to juggle all the aspects that will keep you, that will help you figure out what your true love is. But at some point, we need to step into it. We need to take that risk. We need to believe in ourselves at a high enough level with the, with the trust and faith and gut that this is where we've been, that those free luncheon learns or those free trainings that we offered after work that, that we, people said, you're good at this. I really enjoy what you're, I'm learning. You should do this full time. You should really think about that, 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 that. Those people that are encouraging you when you're doing it for free are seeing in the qualities, the character, the passion and purpose, and they're, they're connecting to it. And you need to connect to it. You need to borrow their faith. You need to believe in yourself the way they do and take that risk. You know, if you try something that you love, stick with it. It may not turn into the biggest financial reward right away. But it will reward you. If you try something and you don't enjoy it, learn from it and make a change. And if you do move on to something that you, move on from something that you didn't enjoy, Look at it as an opportunity that helps promote the clarity in your life. As I was doing some of the jobs and some of the things I've done in my life, it helped me say, ugh, this is not something I would want to do every day. But even the things that I did within that, I was able to say, oh, you know, I really learned a lot. I was able to understand this. I was able to connect to that. Because every experience is, we're all writers of our own story, and we have to gather those stories and those experiences and those feelings and those thoughts so that when we have the opportunity to, to connect to another person, we have a reference point. It may not be the exact reference point. You know, I worked in a factory. There are other people that work in other kinds of factory, but I understand what it's like, you know, at, the IT industry, all the jobs that I have have helped me create and become who I am. And I think it makes me a better speaker. And I know it makes me a better coach because not only as a business coach, can I see businesses from a variety of perspectives and I've experienced businesses in a variety of positions, but I also can hear that second and third level talk 
when people are talking about their job and their industry and what they're struggling with, or when I meet a young entrepreneur and they create an idea and they're so excited about it and they have this passion for it, I can be like, ah, I, I, I can see it. I can see it. I can't see it exactly because it's yours and yours alone, but I can see where it fits into the bigger cog of business. And so never take an experience and say it has no value. Never take a job and say, well, I'm not going to be doing this the rest of my life, so I'm not going to invest myself into it. Invest yourself fully. Give more than expected. Pour yourself into the opportunity and ask questions of those around you because you never know what's going to come out of it. So let's quickly recap the three lessons that I I sort of learned as I went. Don't wait for that raise or that promotion. Do it anyhow. Do it for free. Do it because you want to. Do it because it's your passion. Do it because you can grow into it. And then number two, be okay with people making fun of you. It's your life. If you're living it the way you want with your purpose and passion and commitment and you're learning and experience and reflecting on it, let it go. Those that make fun are often just jealous and they're seeing themselves in you and they wish they could. And because they don't, they take an opportunity to tell you you shouldn't. And then number three is keep your head and your heart open. All kinds of options. What you want to do versus what you love to do may not always be in alignment. So stick with what you love to do and look for opportunities to pour into that because they will come. Your passion cannot be denied when you live within it. So maybe a good place to start is, you know, with some homework or some ideas about how you can move forward. Because I don't want this just to be random talk. I want you guys to walk away with some, some meat on that bone. And so, you know, ask yourself, what task or role do you want to try that syncs with your personal values? Know what your values are. Know what your visions are. Know what your passions are. And if you don't know what that is, my friend John Maxwell, and coach and mentor in his book, Intentional Living, says, what makes you cry, what makes you laugh, and what makes you sing? And if you know those things, it's pretty much in line with your purpose, passion, and vision. What is it that if somebody said, I have an opportunity for you tomorrow, but it doesn't pay, you would say, I still want to do it. And if you can answer that, then start trying opportunities. Start volunteering, looking on Facebook, going on social media and say, I love to paint murals in children's bedroom. If anybody wants to have a free mural, let me know. And by doing that, you get to explore that passion. You get to find out what it is you like. Do you like the creative? Do you like the design? Do you like the quiet meditation of painting? Do you like the finished product? Do you like the exploring of a story and creating it out? Whatever it is, you get to explore that and experience it and touch into it. And that way you'll really know love. And then raise your hand and start volunteering for opportunities that might be sitting right in front of you that you didn't want to take on because you were worried what people would say. Because at the end of the the day, it's your life. And my goal and purpose and passion is to help you live your life of success and in balance and with peace and harmony and energy and excitement. And we've got to do that by starting to shift our mind and starting to take action towards the things we want instead of waiting for the someday, you know, that never follows a Monday. So if you ask me what I've done in life, 
I may tell you some of the jobs, but what I will tell you is I've always been seeking the opportunity to fill my passion. And that's what I do with this radio show and with coaching and speaking and traveling and as I'm working on some writing ideas as well. So I, w- I want to encourage you to do that as well. And if I can help you on that journey, reach out to me. You know, you can find me on social media. My name's Eric G. Reed. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I think I'm on, yeah, I'm on Twitter that way as well and Instagram and through this radio show. And by the way, this is now up on iTunes. So you can search on iTunes for success coaching with Eric Reed and be able to listen to it when you're on the road. But I'm here for you. I'm here to help pour into you. Um, I do want to point out that 15 laws of intentional, uh, 15 invaluable laws of growth, sorry about that, is available on Success University. Go to the website and then you can find the link to that. And then we'll be starting intentional living in March. And once that class is wrapped up, the replay will also be available up on the website and other things coming. So being here and being available for you is what I want to do. And I want to just thank you for your time today and encourage you to comment on this and share it out to others and help grow the tribe. All right. So you guys have a fantastic afternoon and thank you again for always being a part of success coaching radio with me, your host, Eric Reed. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreed.com. And like us on Facebook slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Join us next time for Success Coaching with Eric Reed.